This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What do you have there, Sam? Um, is this a cake pop? It's a cake pop. You brought it here and because it's chocolate. You always chocolate, bring me, me snacks, so I figured it was my turn. It's very sweet. It's chocolate. I'm gonna try it. Uh, I assume the the concept There's here is cookie dough in there too. What? Yeah. It's a cake pop with cookie dough. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is gonna be. Oh god! I just ate the whole thing. Aiden. Here. Don't worry. I'll take your. I'll take your scraps. Wow. You're really good. That's delicious. Okay. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. This is an NFL podcast. Wow. Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batash. Now that Sam can't speak right now because his mouth is full. No, once in a while. This is this is a first. Usually it's me <laughs> eating and he's carrying the conversation. <laughs> once in a while, we talk about football amongst eating food. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. But yes, let's catch up. I'm Sam Batash. You are, are Taylor, Taylor Bashotti. That was a cake pop mm-hmm. and it's already gone. Well, I'm it, still snacking. You are. It was here and now it's completely gone. So... Let's talk about Sunday. Let's please. Now, we've got a few things that we want to take care of today, for sure. Taylor, tell us what we're going to do today. We are going to talk about Dak. What happened. the heck happened last night? What a game Sunday night. They Absolutely. were 3-0. and Now, Not what does so this much. mean for them? Unblemished. I can't wait. Let's talk about the Browns destroying the Ravens in Baltimore. I'm, I'm sure you have some thoughts that was huge. on that. Uh, they yeah. now lead the division. Wow. And then what's going on with the Bills and Patriots? I, the that, Patriots allowed their first offensive or defensive touchdown since 2000. Let's see, 2000, last year. Yeah, since last year. They haven't, they absolutely haven't let anyone score on them until the Bills of all teams, which is amazing. They also got shut down on seven third down conversions, which is the first time since 2003. Couldn't believe what I was watching on Sunday. And then what are we going to do to finish, Taylor? Yay or nay? Yes, we're going to play yay or nay. And I, as you know, can't wait. I hope there's another cake pop in yay or nay. I don't know if there's going to be. I'm just anticipating that would be a lot of fun. Okay, something else that we'd love for you to do, everybody. Let's catch up, as we said, an NFL podcast, Taylor Bashotti, Sam Batesh. But, Taylor, we want people to start engaging. Please. Hit we want to hear what you guys want to. We want to hear what you guys think about our conversations, what you guys want us to talk about. Basically, we want you all to join in on the discussions with us because we're getting bored with just us, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, so, your, it's your podcast is how we want you to look at this. Either right? tag us on Instagram or on Twitter. Use the hashtag Let's Catch Up, and we will make sure to. Answer any and all questions. We've incorporated the bills a lot into the show because of the interaction that we've had. So hashtag let's catch up. No apostrophe needed. By the way, I still love the bills. What they did to the Patriots. We are going to get into that because I am still very excited about the bills and I wasn't discouraged at all, but I have some very interesting thoughts on that. I know you do too, Taylor, Mm -hmm. but we have to start with the game that, you know, I was watching intently with his boyfriend, Doc. I'm adapted, as you said which is a term that I don't hear anywhere else. That is hashtag let's catch up. That is ours. 
That is yours, and it is now ours. So yes, I'm adapted. You know I was watching. We were texting furiously through that. I have to know from you, though, overall, 12-10 final, Saints and Teddy Bridgewater get the win over Dak and the Cowboys. Taylor, what did you take away most from that Cowboys-Saints game on Sunday night? They're both really good teams. Really, really good teams. And something that I think we've both been surprised with is the way that the Saints have been able to march on despite losing Drew Brees. And Teddy Bridgewater obviously has played significantly better since he first stepped in to fill in for Brees. Yeah, and that but Rams But there game, is right? still totally an issue with Bridgewater when it comes to throwing deep passes. I think he only threw three deep balls all game. And that, that's I, sort of been his signature. You know, I think that's been part of his career. I think they knew that coming into the league that he did not have a strong over the top arm. And frankly, what's interesting is I don't think Breeze necessarily had that kind of an arm anymore either. So, Teddy, so maybe that is why it's working in some ways. Teddy, I think, is a, is a great stand in. The difference I'll say is this much. Last night, the Saints were in position to win that game if they just marched on with what was their final drive. And on third and eight, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater did sacked. the one thing that he cannot do in that situation, yeah. which is get sacked, sacked for a loss of 16 yards. Right. Takes him out of field goal range, allows the Cowboys to... You saw Drew to, Brees on the sidelines just uh, you knew right there. Hands, just, uh, and Teddy knew he made a huge mistake as well. There was nothing for him to do. I mean, yeah, there was something for him to do in that situation, but he got... He, got, he did, but if you'll notice the defensive lineman on that play, takes a route around the entire block... And meets Teddy back at his house. Yeah. I mean, that was, to me, that was Bridgewater holding the it ball was a little too long he there. Just, he, he let his emotions just take charge. I think the bottom line is in there, he didn't want to make a mistake with the ball. He didn't want to throw it up for the Cowboys to intercept it, obviously. But it was almost worse what he did there. A great punt, luckily, and they got him inside. And then, Taylor, tell me what you thought. Here's what was interesting about the game there. Because it's a two-point game at that point, Dak only needs to lead his team down the field for a game-winning field goal to keep their record perfect. Dak gets the ball on that final drive. And to me, these are the moments that define quarterbacks. I tell you, I watch Dak. Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to watching Dak as an Eagles fan. The Cowboys game matters. It's almost 1A and 1B to me each week. Eagles, of course, had played on Thursday. So my Sunday essentially was about this game on Sunday night. I know how I feel about Dak after all that. What did you think after watching Dak on that final drive? I was impressed with him. Thank you. I was still very impressed with him. Thank you. Do you get it now? Are you coming to my side? I do get it. I do get it. I'm not as sold on him as you are. He is playing lights out this year. He is playing incredible, but he we've makes... also seen him go down dark. I mean, he isn't, I wouldn't say that he is to Tom Brady's level of perfection where Tom just does not seem to make a mistake. Okay. You're right about that. And Thursday night, we also saw. Two very good, two very special quarterbacks on the field together in Wentz and Rodgers. In particular, I'll take Wentz out of this. Let's just talk about Rodgers. What Rodgers did Thursday night, even in a loss, that was spectacular, vintage Aaron Rodgers making plays that only he can make. I don't think Dak's going to give you that. But much like last night, Taylor, I think you see it like I did. Didn't Dak have his team in position to win that game? Yes. Absolutely. A game that nothing was going right offensively for either team. Jason Witten fumbles the ball. 
that, that never happen. happens. Well, how many times has that happened? Three times. So it's a game where clearly the offense is struggling. The Saints can only kick and field goals. There was a few drop passes by Cobb dropped yeah. a crucial third down Which, pass as well. And they were they were easy they were easy. I thought so. Easy balls too. I thought Dak had a great game. Had a very good game. I don't like the sack he took on the final drive. Because that's a situation where you can't be backed up against your own end zone. You've got to be gaining positive yardage. You're out of timeouts. It's under two minutes. You're trying to get into field goal range. But I thought he put a lot on the ball that he got down the field. Mm -hmm. He threw a ball to Amari Cooper into quadruple coverage, which frankly, but again, it was was a strong pass down the field. It was almost the only thing he could do at that point. point. And if you make that play or if you you get a pass interference call. I thought that that's what he was going to get, but they didn't touch him. They were all four just going up the ball. Not to mention in New Orleans, they might be a little wary about throwing a flag for (laughs) pass interference these days. But I'm going to take away from that game nothing at all against the Cowboys. And Taylor, tell me if you thought before the season started. Look, it's tough to go into New Orleans in the Superdome and play the Saints. I don't care what team it is. I don't care what rivalry it is. The Saints have a, a, a huge advantage. I think it's the hardest Venue, place. probably. I think it's the hardest place to go into and win a game. I think you're absolutely right about that. When the season starts and we look at the schedule, Taylor, I'm sure you had it this way. You look Dallas at New Orleans and you have that as a loss. As a loss. Right? Yeah. I mean, sure, coming into the game, it seems different because Drew Brees isn't there, but I'm with you, Taylor. I'm totally with you. I was impressed with Dak in a game they only scored 10 points because here they are, they're 3-1. and one. They're in position to beat the Saints. I thought it was great. All right, I know we want to get to what we're going to call the Browns game. We're not going to call it the Ravens game. We're going to call it the Browns game. We're, we're going to get to that. I know you're eager to chomp on this one. But first, I got to tell you about ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders can be a real Time-consuming, expensive, so many carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the best choice? That's why you need ShipStation.com. Fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation.com. They help you get your orders out quickly, you save money on shipping costs, and you keep your customers happy. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface making them easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, post service, FedEx, UPS, Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customers. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Right now, Let's Catch Up listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code BLUE for Blue Wire Podcast. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BLUE, B-L-U-E, ShipStation.com, enter the offer code BLUE, ShipStation.com, make ship happen. I love it. Yeah. Especially with all my returns, I should probably. I think you're going to need that, right? I need to start using that. Never fun. ShipStation.com. Okay, let's talk right, Browns, so. Ravens. The Browns now lead the AFC North. We all knew that was going to happen, right? Right? No. No. Nick Chubb no. had 23 touches, 183 yards, three touchdowns. Could you say touchdowns. that again for me? Could you say that part 23 touches, again? 183 <laughs> yards, and three touchdowns. Mm. He mm. was, he had a monster game. He couldn't be stopped. He 
they kept on feeding him the ball. The Browns did. And the Ravens knew it was coming eventually. As the game went on, everybody knew Chubb was going to be getting the ball, and they just couldn't stop him. Taylor, isn't it funny what happens week to week? It was almost like – it is funny what happens week to week. And, you know, at the beginning we're like, wow, the Ravens are the team to beat in the AFC, and now they just look terrible. It's like their defense did not show up. One thing that is similar to this Cowboys game is that I will not take anything away from Lamar in the loss. I still think that Lamar played lights out. I think that he couldn't – he can't – he can't do it all. He can't and do it all. in and critical it, moments, you saw that he was making big plays. Made a great pass to Mark Andrews. He's got a great rapport with his tight ends, no doubt about it. I think Hollywood and him still have – you know, I, I think there's, there's explosive moments for them. But I don't think overall this is not like a Goff-Cooper Cup thing. They, they've still got to work together more and more. Obviously, Hollywood's a rookie, so that will come in time. But I, I think I'm with you again. I don't love that as far as what I can see is if the Ravens fall behind in a game, how do you feel come. about this? It doesn't feel like to this point they've proven that they can come back. I don't think that they've ever – the last 13 games when they've been trailing, some crazy statistic like that, the last 13 games when they've been trailing at halftime, they have never won, which that's crazy. That Especially for a team that we know has explosive weapons, that we know we have a quarterback that is such a threat. And I think, look, a lot of it can come down to the running game at times when you can't establish the run and when you're coming from behind, you're not going to be doing that. I still think Lamar, when I watch him, I still feel like he's an accurate quarterback. I feel like he's an incredible leader, mm-hmm. and he carries himself with the utmost confidence at all times. And I felt body like, language is always strong for Lamar, and it's positive. And he's he's fighting until the very end. But the rest of the team wasn't. The defense just there's there's some to me it comes communication down, issues on defense. I, I'm sure, and I'm not emotionally invested as a fan. Although I've become sort of I, you know, look Zach. I'm clearly in love with Dak. I watch way too much of Dak Prescott, but this season I've watched all of Lamar because of how exciting he has been simply. And on Sunday, the moment that kind of ripped my heart out for the moment was the touchdown to Andrews makes it a game. They're back in it. They're within a score. The handoff and the 80 yard run to Chubb was simply lights out. No, I thought that at that point, at that moment I was like, wow, they're going to come back. Like this, this is possible. It felt like it was going to happen at home. And I think that just was the nail in the coffin of just showing how much they couldn't stop him, even if they wanted to. Now, one positive thing is, but it's a very small positive thing is that they did shut down OBJ. He was non-existent in the game, but all that did was then just open it up to Landry and their tight end. So definitely some issues there in terms of the Browns. If you're a Browns fan, wow. So what do you You've think? You've got what, a lot just, to look forward to in terms of how they've turned it around in just these first three games. They look like they they look great. They, and, it, and now Taylor, think about this: the Browns coming into the season with the team with all the expectations. But that was something that we noticed even when they played the Rams. Is that they're, thank they got you, a good, thank you, thank good, you for saying it. Now, if you couple the win against the Ravens with the loss, with the lens on that, with the loss from last week, is still injured, and their defense looks. They showed up to play. Good. This is now the team that is perhaps the one we thought hyped up before the season started. This is the team that could win that division. And I know you're licking your wounds, but, and we'll get to it in year and a, all is not lost for your Ravens. No, okay? all is not I, lost yeah, there, no. but there, there needs to be it's, some. It, it's, it's a far cry from the team that smashed the Dolphins and the Cardinals that we were feeling so good about. Of course, you take two wins and you follow with two losses. Nobody feels good about that. Yeah. But remember that we felt good. Good about the Chiefs' loss. Yes, that was a loss, but we were 
all thinking, you know what? They showed their medal in that game. They showed they compete with the best teams in the AFC. And maybe the Browns are going to have to be in that mix for one of the best teams in the AFC. And just because the Browns are the team that got smashed at home by the Titans, they're also now this team that is capable of doing that to the Ravens. So I think anyone who supports the Ravens should still hold their head up high and think yeah. this team is no, still No, anything is still possible. I mean, as you can see, so much changes week to week. And you never know what's going to happen. Just in news today, Mitchell Trubisky has a dislocated arm. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. We don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be for the Redskins. Dwayne Haskins. uh, And now they're bringing in Colt McCoy. Uh, That's that's a weird situation there. Uh, Bradley Chubb is out. So every day there's tons of injury news and things that change the game. I mean, look at all the quarterbacks that we've had and so frankly, far this year. Kyle yeah. Allen is going to be starting this coming Sunday again. So, look, the AFC is wide open. Certainly it is. And I know, I there. look, there's another game that we definitely want to get to in regards to the AFC and supremacy in the AFC, and that's what the Bills and Patriots did. I, I can't wait to hear what you think mm-hmm. about your Bills. We were pretty I high know. on that game beforehand. But, but first... Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more, and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. The best part is that they are affordable. Almost all of their custom clothing is under $400. The process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at the nearest Indochino showroom or do it yourself online at Indochino.com. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code Blue Wire for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that does not fit. Sam, you always look dapper, and Thank that's you because much, you Taylor. buy in on the made-to-measure clothing. Made get to measure me perfectly. Custom fit. Guys, you hear what Taylor's doing right there? She's complimenting me on my clothes. Every that day he walks goal. in, I genuinely compliment him. In fact, I'm going to make him tweet a photo of his dap- tie. Look, He's got skull and bones for the Ravens funeral after their performance. <laughs> the purple it's, suit. It's exactly or purple is. tie with skull and bones. It, it really is. It is Ravens with the skull and crossbones. But it all kind of looks very nice and dapper. And that's, again, because this is custom, guys. So take it from Taylor and make sure you're wearing custom gear if you want compliments like that. All right, Taylor. Let's talk Bills and Patriots. We were so excited going into Sunday because of this game. And we had a feeling the Bills would keep up with the Patriots. But I think we – I didn't expect them to win, but – You got to be I, impressed, right? I ex- I mean – I kind of thought it was even going to be a little bit more of a blowout than it really was. The Bills played lights out still. I'm totally impressed with them. They are a strong team, not only offensively, but defensively. They're all around good. And Tom Brady was stopped, I think I said, on seven third down conversions. The last time that that's happened was 2003. Taylor, Tom Seven Brady. third down conversions shut down by the Bills, the Buffalo Bills. Tom Brady looked more like Matt Barkley than they Matt Barkley in that game. They couldn't get their offense going. I couldn't believe Brady and was you never stuck see in the mud for the whole game. And after the game, he even said as much. He's like, all right, guys, what do you want to talk about after that amazing and performance? And their defense bailed them out, which is scary because they have the best defense in the league. The defense, just if you want to – if you're not into sleeping at night and you want to scare yourself for the rest of the season – 
Go look up defensive rankings by team in the league right now. Go look up rush defense, pass defense, points allowed per game, yards allowed per game. New England, New England, New England, New England. New England. New England. How is it possible that a team with the greatest quarterback of all time is now going to have the greatest defense of all time? And were we all sleeping that we didn't catch this? But there are a few issues on offense. I, I will say that. I mean, Tom Brady always manages to pull it off, but they're lacking in the tight end. They don't have Gronk anymore. There, there's definitely a few issues on offense. Well, yeah. Look, their wide, their first round wide receiver is injured. Uh, Edelman's been injured this season. He hasn't been practicing. He had, he had uh, ribs out there. Yeah. Chest injuries running around out there. And and that's, that's not great for them. Josh Gordon is, has been very good. I don't think he's the explosive Cleveland Browns, Josh Gordon from at this point, we're chasing something he did four years ago. And of course, Antonio Brown was here and gone. gone. So it's, it is a different offense. They don't have Tom Brady doesn't have weapons like he, like he once had, but they are still able to skim by with what they do have. And as long as their defense is, are, is playing the way that they are. And maybe the Bills are a real threat. Maybe, oh, the, Bills, Bills are maybe the Bills are a real, real team in this league. And now we can say, all right, that's a performance that we can look back on for the Patriots and say, wow, that's a game they could have lost to a very real team in the AFC. And their defense bails them out on a day when Tom, I mean, Tom Brady's not going to play like that the rest of the season. That's it. For any, for any future opponents for the Patriots, that was the game. That was mm-hmm. the mulligan for Tom Brady, and he won't look like that. They're again. not. The Patriots aren't even playing a team with a winning record until, I think it's the Ravens. The Patriots schedule. Here's why the Patriots schedule. It's tough to look at the Patriots schedule ever and feel like they're playing against competition that's going to blow them out because they're better than every team in the league. When you just say their name against some other team in the league, it looks like they're going to win the game. It's that they can't play the Chiefs every week. They don't play the 85 Bears they're going to play teams this year that aren't going to look as good look as them on paper. Right they never do. The Patriots always look better than the opponent on paper. So their schedule, I never, I never understand people who say, oh, the Patriots' schedule looks so easy this year. It looks easy every year because they're the better team. No, hands down. Sunday. But truly this year they aren't playing another team until week. Let's see what it is. Well, look, now they played the Bills. The Bills were already better than we thought. We would imagine that the Jets, when Sam Darnold is healthy, will be week more nine. of a threat. We know they play the NFC East. So they're going to play the Cowboys. They're going to play the Eagles. Those are real threats. They have a rematch with the Giants. The Giants, granted, in a Super Bowl beat them. Outside of that, they usually don't. They're, they have opponents on this year's schedule that are still daunting. And like we just said, the Bills were a daunting team. And we got to give it up to the Bills, which is going to come up in yay or nay. All right. I think it's, I think it's time, Taylor. It is time. It's my favorite time. Other, actually, this week, my favorite time was, was when you pop. handed me a cake pop. Because usually it's me. That was special. That was a moment for us you that I will remember forever. It's me. gone. I don't know what, what happened to the rest of it. I don't know. It, but weird. we might do another episode earlier this week. Ooh, I'm excited. So I am excited about definitely this. Definitely stay tuned. Yes. All right. Yay or nay? Let's do All it. Right, are you ready for yay or nay? And again, the game is very, very simple, Taylor. Uh, one of you or I hand up a statement from what we've seen so far this season. And we simply answer the question, yay or nay? Do we think it's true? Do we think it's false? Do we think yay or nay? All right. So, Taylor, the one in three Falcons who lost at home again, Atlanta season is over. Yay or nay? I hate saying seasons are over for teams, but I don't think this is the Falcons year. I'm going to go with yay. I, I love that you're saying that because, frankly, I'm just tired of really 
considering them contenders. Yeah. And even though they beat the Eagles the way they did on that fantastic play from Julio Jones uh, if on fourth and three, I'm sorry, they've looked awful. They've, they've looked, looked bad awful. at home. They've had and one good game against out of it the Eagles, division, unfortunately, Sam's team. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm done with it. All right, what do you got for me? They have, they have a tough they have a tough schedule as well. Yeah, see you later. The Eagles are now the team to beat in the NFC East. You know, I'm going to say... I'm going to say nay. You know why? Because it really doesn't matter because the Eagles and Cowboys play each other twice. And I'm going to say until we see them play each other at least once, it's not even worth us having this argument about whether the Cowboys or the Eagles at this point have done anything. You take both opponents and you don't really know what you have. I think the Eagles probably have the bigger win on their docket at the moment with beating the Packers in Green Bay. But they're going to play each other. And frankly, Dak has a better record head-to-head against Carson Wentz than Carson does. So I'm just going to say... Nay, for now, they're not because they're going to play each other. It doesn't matter. All right, Taylor. The Niners, they had a bye week, but we did see, of course, the Rams, and we saw the Seahawks in action also. The Rams are the the team to beat in the NFC West. I'm all in on the 49ers. Get out of here. I know that I haven't been until now. Wait. I've only been on one. I've only been in on one player on that team. Okay, yes. You've been very consistent with that. I still think the Rams are the team to beat despite having some issues right now yeah okay but you think the Niners yeah I think the Niners will make it to the playoffs okay you like the Niners in the NFC West I like it okay what do you got for me going back to what we were just talking about with the NFC East the Giants are a playoff threat with Daniel Jones uh you know I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nay real quick I love the two wins Tampa I'm gonna say you haven't even had Saquon no Saquon I'm going to say Tampa should have won the first game with Daniel Jones. They missed a chip shot field goal. And they played the Redskins last week, which is really not much of a barometer at all. Dwayne Haskins, three interceptions. Not a fair fight. I think they are much more interesting. They are going to be a spoiler for sure, but a playoff team. Sorry, Giants fans. Not this year, but the future is bright with Daniel Jones. But it's not going to happen. All right, Taylor. The Rams after losing 55 to 40 at home are in need of a makeover yay or nay they need they need some help on offense they need Absolutely. a little cover up right at the very least they need a little bit of cover up i i don't i think that it's something that they're going to be able to easily get together i'm not concerned with them what was your question? It was just whether they're in need Do of a makeover. Do they need a makeover? Yeah, yeah I mean, they need, they need they, a little they, bit of a makeover. I think something in the in the running game has got to be tweaked. And I don't know if it's offensive line. I don't know if it's Todd Gurley. I don't know if they want to go to the, the rookie. I don't know if it's more Malcolm Brown. I think everybody was just shocked because we didn't see them fall at all last year. We didn't see them miss a step. And at home. Miss they a looked beat. so good at home. And they lost the Eagles and, and uh, Jer- they lost to Foles at home last year. But other than that, they looked great Right, I'll see him, and and that was fifty five points. Lose to a team like the Bucks, yikes! But Jameis did look good yesterday. Yeah. All right. What do you got for me? The Texans should be seriously concerned with their offense. Uh, I'm going to say yay. I think the Texans. You have them as the team to. I I think they're going to win that division. I still have them as the team to win that division. I also think Deshaun is the MVP. Those are two big predictions I made before the season. But Taylor. Are they just going to keep letting Deshaun get sacked six times a game? I know. I'm, what, I'm, you, I'm sorry. The, they, that's the issue to me. I don't know. You asked me if I'm concerned with their offense. I think their offense, when Deshaun has time, is fine. But if he's going to get sacked six times a game, what chance do they really have? So I am concerned with the Texans. All right, Taylor. Kirk Cousins is a massive disappointment for the Vikings, A. Yeah. You heard his receiver call him out, Adam Thielen, after the game yesterday. He said, look, even with the best back in the league, you've got to be able to throw the ball. And implying that... Uh, who throws the ball? Right. 
mean, that's he's that. kind of backtracking on those comments a little bit today. Obviously, you know, you never really want to call out your quarterback publicly. But at the same time, Adam Thielen is one of the best receivers in the league. Stephon Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league. And it's frustrating, just like OBJ was frustrated in New York. It's frustrating to not be able to have a quarterback that can get the ball down the field when it's when they're there. And and look, we don't know if Thielen was calling out the play caller or right. Kirk, but it falls on at least and they've got one Dalvin Cook. They've got a strong. I mean, they've got a strong offense, and we've got a quarterback who can't really do anything about it. I'm sorry, but six points against the Bears, and we know the Bears' defense is great. But they lost Travisky. I mean, that game and the game was never in doubt. Sixteen six, and you, you never felt that the Vikings were in it. All right, uh, what do you got for me? Give the it Lions me. gave us the blueprint for beating the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to say nay. You know why? They didn't beat the Chiefs. They didn't win the game. The Lions showed a blueprint for slowing them down. Mahomes didn't throw for a touchdown pass, but guess what? Every time the Chiefs needed a play in that game, didn't they make it? I mean, what, I, mean I don't right? think they did. I think that you can have the blueprint for beating the beating the, beating a team, but being able to execute that blueprint is a whole other story. Maybe I just think the Chiefs are still this great enigma, and there's only one team that solves them to me. There's really, to me, it's Patriots. the Patriots in January. Mm-hmm. That to me looks like the only solve for the Chiefs. Well, yeah, right because now. I think that Patriots defense is going to be able to stop that. That's all that looks like it's going to get in their way. All right, Taylor, I got one for you here. This one's going to be fun. The Jags will make the playoffs with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, yay or nay? I'm going to go with yay. Ooh, that's okay. That's exciting. You really like it. I uh, I, I don't know if they're going to make the play. Okay, Gosh, said, no, yeah, I, let's you, go with it. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. I love my Colts still, but yay. Okay. So you like you like Minshew. Obviously, Fournette looked pretty special yesterday that was his best game as a pro clearly i mean he looked like he was at lsu and that again. was the big talk of this coming into the season are we going to get really be able to get fournette to his pro- product productivity level that he's possible or capable of and they they did yesterday. and i think they're going to need him with Foles out for another four five six weeks here i think oh, absolutely got to be him. the guy to lean on there and of course Minshew's putting them in great spots i felt bad for your guy flacco and he can he can not only is he a, a running quarterback but he's also he, he's got pass catching abilities he's a mustached quarterback and that's really probably what matters no, most. No, running back. Oh, running back, Fournette. Fournette. Okay. Now, Fournette's got more of a beard, by the way. They have good facial hair as a team overall. Definitely. Fournette's got a strong beard and Minshew's mustache. Yes. Okay. Uh, what do you got for me here? The Browns are the best team in the AFC North. Yay or nay on the Browns. I'm going to say nay, Taylor. And I'm not just doing it to be nice here. Yeah, you are. I, no, I'm really not. I am rooting and enjoy watching the Ravens at this point more than the Browns, and I'd rather see that. I really do. As much as Baker talks a lot, and Odell's fun to watch, and Chubb, I love watch running up and down the field. Lamar Jackson is the most special player in the division to me, mm-hmm. and I think he is still the player to beat, and his team is still the team the, to beat He's in definitely that the player to beat, but I think that... that I also think Harbaugh's going to make adjustments throughout the rest of the season. The defense needs to make some major adjustments. And, yeah, and, and I'm excited about that. All right, Taylor, final one from me here. The Saints won't lose a game without Drew Brees, yay or nay. Okay, let's look at their schedule really quickly. Let's go for it. Come on, because this is really interesting. I, I, it, it's funny that we really said that, that this could we happen. We were hoping. We were like, are why. they going to be able to stay, stay alive without – are they going to be able to bridge the gap without, without – Look, what's interesting about it to me Brees is simply this. The fact that the Saints so already the won two games. They won a game in Seattle, which I think none of us – we thought right there they were going to have an issue. And then they beat the Cowboys, who were undefeated before that. Next up, they've got the Buccaneers. They're who hosting. just who just beat the Rams, right? Okay, but, but I okay. think they're going to win. Okay, then they're at the Jaguars, certainly I think they winnable. Could win. And I guess the game I would circle that looks like an uh oh would be at Chicago. No, but I mean Chicago's having some 
some you're issues. Right. And they may not have their quarterback. So, I, okay, you're right. So there's a lot there. And then, frankly, then they host the Cardinals. Then they have the bye week. And Drew's supposed to be back. Not to mention Jake Glazer said that he could be back even sooner. And there's a possibility he's It, it kind of like sounded like that when you heard him talking to some of the reporters last night at the game. He he's was, ready. He's, oh, he's ready. ready. And he's on the sideline. And he's already trying to do some. Them that he's ready. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You got one more for me? What do we got here? Yes. Okay. Final the one. The Bills will wilt after a tough loss to the Pats. I'm going to say nay. I predicted the Jets would make the playoffs in the AFC, Taylor. And I think Oof. I was just wrong about the AFC East team on the bottom that I should have chosen. It looks like the Bills are headed in the right direction. Of course, Darnold's got mono. Stop kissing random people. But <laughs> it's the Bills to me that look like the team with the right coaching staff, with the right personnel. Do you, I mean, right? You're still I totally, on them. I still love the Bills. I think that what they did yesterday is nothing short of miraculous. You almost stopped and beat the best team in the league. They had the ball with a chance to win the game. 16-10 game. They go down and score a touchdown. They've done they something win. that yeah. nobody else has been able to do, which is put a stop to Tom Brady's offense. And still, they they let up the first... the first And they lost their starting the quarterback. Patriots defense. They that, lost Josh Allen. I know. And Patriots defense has not given up a touchdown all year. And the Bills were the ones that... The team that were able to get it. So, all is certainly not lost for the Bills this year. I think that they definitely have a chance. Absolutely. All right, Taylor, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Uh, there will be more of this. And again, hit us on Twitter. Okay? What did we miss? What do you want to yell at us about? Like I said, it was very effective. Hashtag let's catch up. Hit us on all platforms. Bills Mafia came after us hard. And guess what? Yes. We are not only talking about the Bills. You've actually got us convinced that the Bills <laughs> are going to do something special this year. And we're not down and out on the Bills with that loss. Taylor, Let's catch definitely up. And catch we're going to try and catch up sooner this week. So yes. we might have a podcast that releases late Wednesday night. So you guys can listen to it Thursday morning on the way to work. Love it. Woo-hoo. All right. Woo! From self-help books to meditation, we work hard to find peace of mind. Xfinity Home helps you rest easy with a total home security solution. Installed by experts and powered by secure and reliable Xfinity Wi-Fi, you'll get 24-7 professional monitoring with fast response times and real-time alerts, like when doors and windows are opened. Rest easier with Xfinity Home. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash home security. Restrictions apply. Residential customers only. Requires compatible high-speed internet. Professional installation required.